With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show, where we inspire people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. Here is your host, Drew Myers. Happy Friday. Let's ride. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show and podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Shauna. We are... Full transparency, sitting in the front seat of that GMC Sierra Denali from our friends at Classic Chevrolet Buick GMC for the second straight day, but yes. we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're outside of Blue Heaven Pool, Shauna Glenn Design, just hanging out. It's like a studio for us. I know. It's nice. It's like a recording booth. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It is like a recording booth. It's not echoey. It's cozy. It is. It's nice. Yeah. Leathery. Is yeah. leathery an adjective? I think it is. I like it. I do too. Are you sad you have to take it back? Yes. Aww. I'm always sad when I have to take it back. Hmm. What was that for? Maybe I don't know. Just keep it I mean, for Easter. Do they know where to find you? <laughs> yeah, actually, they do. <laughs> I wonder if they wonder about my janky old suburban just sitting in their parking lot for three days. They're like, this car's really bringing down our va- the value of our piece of property. I wonder if they just have an incredible desire to wash it. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say no. Okay. If you do, boys, feel free. All right. Last night, Zephyr, Texas, mm-hmm. Three Springs Ranch. I'm going to pick one adjective to describe it, and then we're going to talk about it on Monday's show. Okay. Unbelievable. So good. So good. But it was hard to screw it up when you have Josh Weathers and Jade Marie Patek. It's hard to screw it up. So I'm still digesting it. Yeah. Kind of hungover today. And when I say hungover, not because I consumed alcohol, because I don't drink anymore. Just yesterday was a marathon. You were kind of in a bad mood yesterday. No, I wasn't. I was like, what's wrong? You're like, I'm really tired. I was like, oh, rare. Girl, yesterday tested my mettle. I'm sorry. So we did the show. I did two videos with singer-songwriters in the front seat of this truck, Buck Buffalo, shout out to Buck, and Josh Weathers before we did the event last night. And then we did the event, and I had to go from Fort Worth to Zephyr. Zephyr's not a suburb of Fort Worth, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> anyway, no, it was it was great, but I was spread a little thin. I was kind of towing that line of out of control. Hmm. Good thing I tow it really well. Um, I mean, I, you just turned it on and off. Nobody even knew that you were in a bad mood on the show yesterday. You know? You were tired. It didn't come across. You, like, put on your big boy pants, and you just powered through. How do you feel about this statement? Fake it till you make it. Yes. You like it? I love it. Oh. What do you think I do every day at work? <laughs> I'll go to a client, and I'll say, and then we can do this, and then uh, somebody who works for me will put me aside. Can we do that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying it. We'll have to find out later if we can do it. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Okay. I'll just make it up. Okay, I have an update on Pygate. Pygate 2019. So, of course, I put out there, or you did for me, Wade, I would like some pie. 
from Pie Peddlers. Okay, just for the record, Shauna does not have access to the Defining Audacity <laughs> Instagram page. Yes. And please follow us, Defining Audacity underscore radio show. So she sends me this meme or this graphic that says what? Wade, I would like some pie. XO, Shauna. That means one hug, one kiss, Shauna. And so you put it out there, and then he said to you, she can have pie when she accepts my friend request. Well, there was some more back and forth. You can take her a piece of pie anytime, and I said she can get her own damn pie, blah, 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 blah. Yes, but then it led to this. Go. Yeah, he said, you can have pie when you accept my friend request on Facebook. And so I looked through my friend request. I couldn't find him anywhere that a friend requested me. So I had to like scroll back. And then I was like, is his real name Habib Jamal? Because I do have a friend request from him. So is that Wade? (laughs) I don't think it was. Because I finally found Wade. And so I hit confirm. So he messaged me. It's about time. Now that we are pretty much BFFs, what kind of pie would you like? You can go to our Pie Peddlers Facebook page, pick one whole pie or up to six slices to build your own pie. All right, listen, we're about to have to start charging some <laughs> Pie Peddlers and Glenrose and Waco <laughs> for all these plugs that they're getting. This is actually the text that I got from him. Okay. He says, you tell Shauna that I'll send her a whole peach pie as soon as she accepts my stupid friend request on Facebook. <laughs> Or half peach for her and half every berry for you. And the every berry is legit. Okay. So anyway. I'm going to opt for the whole pie for me and zero for you. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Wade. Long story short, we'll be sending an invoice to Pie Peddlers <laughs> for all the plugs that we're giving them on the Defining Audacity Radio Show and podcast. did they just sell out a pie today? Because we keep saying <laughs> pie, 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 pie. <laughs> I have an update for you. Okay. I received a video. On our text line, again, if you would like to send us a text message to get a shout out or just correspond with us, 469-844-8407. It was from our friend Grace, and it was a video that she made for her coworkers about how to put the toilet paper roll on the thingy appropriately. The thingy. What do you call it? The holder. Oh, the holder. Thingy is so much better. Okay. The holder? Yeah. I think you should put that video on Instagram today. Okay. In the stories. Okay, I'll do that. Because, you know, everybody will get it because they listen to the show. And if they watch Everyone it, listens. But it, no, but if they, they see that and they go, what is this about? Then they're going to have to go back. Oh. So see, it's the way you get people to go back. So zero explanation, just put it on there. And people are going to be like, what? You're like, listen to the show yesterday or... Whatever day, or, day, whatever <laughs> day it was on. It was one day this week. Okay, I'll do that. That's awesome. But thanks to Grace for sending that. That was really funny. She made that for her coworkers. I guess it's a deal. It is a deal. That, I think that is one of the reasons that Grace and I love each other so much, because we get it. We get each other. She also sent me a text message that said she had to change out the toilet paper in your she bathroom when she stayed with you. Liar. She said it rolled from the bottom. Liar. Liar. I'm just saying. She really did? Yeah. See, she uses Ethan's bathroom. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Ethan. Well, there's another thing I'm going to have to teach him how to do again. We got a great show today. I don't know about that. You have an over-under for me? Um, Yeah, I have several because they're kind of hard. So I'm going to give you some options. Some shoptions. Some shoptions. Some shoptions. I'm going to give you some options. Okay, sounds good. I've got a news story about sleep. Okay. That we'll talk about, and we're going to do a wheel of news on okay. this Friday. I, can I point out one thing? Because you know how sometimes you you say that I will say something, or a, 
you know, that you make fun of me, you, know, you say, hey, and whatever. Can I tell you something I've noticed when I listen to the podcast that you do? You say and a lot, and you hold it. You'll go and dot, dot, you know, whatever. So just want to make you aware. Okay, we're going to do this right here, right now. Why? Because if I counted the number of times that you said like, oh. if somebody gave me a quarter every time, just a quarter every time you said like, a million dollars. I'm going to fix it. How? I am not going to say it anymore. Unless it is appropriate for, you know, Drew likes pie. Then I can use it, but not as a... Crutch. As a, yeah, as a placeholder while I'm completing a thought. I've also noticed, going back and listening to the podcast, that I do it now also. <laughs> You've kind of rubbed off on me. Sorry. And when I hear <laughs> other people... See? That was me gathering my thoughts. And <laughs> when I hear other people speak now, they do it also. You're not alone. I think it's a generation thing. At least I don't say, um, um. Okay. My daughter Riley says like a lot. But we're not saying it like a valley girl. Oh my gosh, like, uh, oh yeah, like. It's just, we're fitting it into the conversation I know, when did that become a thing? It's super annoying. So from this moment on, I would like for you to give me a quarter every time you say like. Um, I appreciate that. I'm going to pass. Jeff will give me a quarter. I'll just send him an invoice. I'm going to get rich. Pie peddlers and Blue Haven Pools giving me checks now. Dig it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in on this Friday. I'm Drew. I'm Shauna. Say it. I'm like Shauna. <laughs> like. Like, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> things to happen on purpose. I'm John Horde, and I couldn't have said it any better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Welcome back to Defining Audacity with Shauna and Drew. We're in our mobile studio. Yes. Compliments of Classic Chevrolet Buick GMC in Cleburne. Yeah, thanks for the ride. Man, this is awesome. Two days in a row. This is like a bonus Let's Ride episode. We're just not riding anywhere. Okay, so I have an over-under. Okay. Um... And what I'm thinking is, can you, Drew, name the oceans and seas of the world? How many are there? Well, there are... Two? Seven oceans. Seven oceans. Okay. How many seas? Five. So there's 12 total. Is my math right? Yes. Or you can name the wonders of the world the modern day wonders of the world i'll do the seas okay the waters so let's just i'm not going to have you do because some of these are they're spare because they just have anyway let's just do the seven major oceans of the world how many of the seven can you guess how many do you think oh i think you can guess five five of the seven mm-hmm. gosh you're giving me a lot of credit i'll say over Okay. What if I name them all? That's good. Then you win. Now, if I accidentally say a C, no, 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 that doesn't count against me, right? No, but a major there, a major oceans. There, some of the seas are part of the seven oceans of the world. Okay, we'll just see how this goes. Okay. Let's start easy. Okay. Pacific. Yes. And Atlantic. Yes. Okay, that's two. Yes. Indian. Yes. Three. 
I have no idea where that is, by the way. The Indian Ocean. Is it by India? I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> Do I get three strikes? Sure. I kind of think this might be one. Okay. Arctic Ocean? Yes. Boom. Yes. Four. Was paying attention in whatever class they would teach this in. Probably geography. Hmm. I don't remember taking geography. You did. World geography? You did. Did they just slide that in there into other classes? It's not something that we took in high school, was it? Yeah, you did. Middle school, high school. Mm, I don't remember that. Okay. What else did we talk about in there? Um, The Grand Canyon. That's in Arizona. Um, The different parts of the country. Volcanoes. Uh, the layers of the earth, magma, and, you know. Oh, Probably okay. climate is involved in that. Okay. How many do I have? Three? Four. Four, yes. You said and Pacific, only have three more? Atlantic, Indian, and Arctic. Baltic. No. Did I make that up? Is that a sea? Is the, the Baltic Sea? It must not be a major one because it's not listed. I've heard of it. Oh, you have? Good. Thank God. So you have a strike. Thank you. Now, on these major bodies of water, uh-huh. is it the something-something ocean or just the something ocean? Or something sea. Oh, gosh. So is the Red Sea? No. Okay, that's a sea. And it's uh, not a major one. These are the seven oceans of the world, like largest bodies of water of the world. I'm sorry. What? The Red Sea? Yeah. Isn't that large? I think it's more like a lake. Oh, it is? Mm. Okay. What about Mediterranean? There you go. It's on the list. Yes. Boom. Okay. You've got five. You've got two more. Two more, and I've got two strikes against me, because Baltic and red mm-hmm. are Not spares. on this list. The... <laughs> I'm just kind of going around the world real quick. <laughs> How's that journey? Are you in a hell? How do they differentiate where water... St- Starts and stops because technically, mm-hmm. don't the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans touch? All of them touch. They just have. Well, then hell. They have giant dotted lines oh. that you can see from Earth. Yeah. That you can see from Earth. That you can see. I'm sorry. That you can see from the uh, space station. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. So I've got. I'm at five. So I didn't mm-hmm. completely disappoint you today. <laughs> the China Sea. No. Is it a like a country's name? Does a country own a sea? Just come on. Um, I don't think they own it. But is their name involved in yes. it? Yes. Indonesian Sea. No, no. Russian Sea. No. Spanish Sea. Okay. Can you come back closer to America? Closer to America? If you were gonna get in your car and you were gonna drive south. Down- is the Gulf of Mexico yes. on there? What? <laughs> No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a major ocean of the world. Yeah, and it's also part of the Atlantic Ocean. It's in between. In between what? What and what? The Atlantic and the Pacific. Stop yelling at me. No, it's not. Okay. Yes, it is. No, there is North America, Central America, and South America between the Gulf of Mexico and the Pacific Ocean. You need to look at a map. You need to look at a globe. The only thing that connects them is the Panama Canal. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a genius. The Gulf of Mexico... Is a major ocean. It doesn't even have ocean and or sea in the name. So what? Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Where now, is, what is your source? Um, the 
internet. Yeah, but where Nash- specifically? Nationalgeographic.org. <laughs> no, it's not. You went to nationalgeographic.org today yes. to find this. Yes. What else did you see on there? Stop it. Natives boobies hanging out. <laughs> okay, one left, and you're going to kick yourself because it's so easy. It's so easy? If you were going to get on a cruise ship and you're going to sail the... Atlantic is no. what I would sail. No. I would sail Where all the... those little islands are. St. Kitts, St. Martin, St. Caribbean? Yes. Jeez, you're dumb. That's it. That's a seven. Okay. Grace, our fact checker, could you please jump all over this one? This is your first assignment. I want to go talk to a geography teacher and be like, name the seven major oceans and see if they throw out Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean, which both of them are part of the Atlantic Ocean. So that was the dumbest over-under we've ever done. Hey, Siri. Oh, God. Can you please list the seven major oceans of the world? Okay. All right. Why did she just tell you? I don't understand. Arctic, that. Atlantic, Indian. Okay, keep going. Hold on. You stopped. You named because, three. No, no, because it's not because these are. Uh huh. If you're wrong, you have to wash my I'm truck when wrong. I get it back. I, I promise you, I'm not wrong. You're yeah. just like looking up some. Okay, you're being dumb. Atlantic, uh-huh. Indian, mm-hmm. Arctic, mm-hmm. Southern Ocean. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even on your list. Oh, gosh, I no, hate no, being right. Not, no, you're not right. Shauna, I could spend enough time on the internet to find exactly what I'm looking for. I could create a website even and then put it out there so then I could be right. She's actually dialing the phone. Oh. Who'd you call? My dad. It went straight to voicemail. He's in the building. He's in Shauna Glenn Design Blue Heaven Pools. Okay, this is good radio. It is good radio. Hi, Jonesy. Can you do me a favor? Can you list the seven oceans of the world? Because Drew doesn't believe that the ones I just named are the right ones. Why don't you put it on speakerphone so we can hear him? Uh, you're on speaker. Jeff. Why? Okay. <laughs> okay, like the seven major ones. Okay, so like Atlantic, Pacific. Why are you helping him? No, because so he so say the rest. Drew, I would have nailed those. For sure. Okay, say them, babe. I don't know them all. <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to nail them. Is my dad right there? Is my dad right there? Will you hand him the phone? What's up? Hi, Dad. Okay, I, I just like was quizzing Drew on the seven major oceans of the world, and he doesn't believe me. Would you name them? Because you're a smart guy. The Atlantic, Pacific, mm-hmm. Arctic... Uh, Indian, um, seven basic, um, how many is that? Four? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, probably would be the Yellow Sea. No? No, I have Mediterranean. Mediterranean? Okay, what about the Gulf of Mexico? Is that a major ocean of the world? No. Well, I wouldn't call it that. Neither would I, Pat. Neither would I. And then what about... Well, it's like seven major bodies of water. And then I have the Caribbean. Antarctica Ocean. Antarctic Ocean? Yeah. Oh, Arctic Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I was right then. Thanks, Dad. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Just for the record, your father made up Riley. two oceans. Oh, no. Come here. No. Okay. This is going to go horribly the wrong. seven major bodies of water of the world. Name them. Hold the mic up to her mouth so she can do it. Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, Indian Ocean, Arctic Ocean, the Dead Sea? No. Hmm. The Black Sea? No. What about the one to our south? What are Gulf you doing? Mexico? No, no, you no, because no one is going to name that until you go until you get in your car and drive to Galveston. Oh yeah, in the Mediterranean, the Caribbean Sea. Uh-huh. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Go. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Riley. Thank you, Riley. See, dumbest over under. Yeah. Okay, so if you're in Galveston <laughs> and your feet are in the water, what's what major body of water are they in? The Gulf, Gulf of, of Mexico. Mexico. Oh, you're like, see, I was right. Yeah. No. And your dad made up two oceans, the <laughs> Antarctic Ocean and the Yellow Sea. What is the Yellow Sea? Gosh, he's usually smarter. Maybe he's not as smart as he used to be. Okay. Anyway. anyway best I over won. under ever. But one what? <laughs> good Lord. That was good radio. So good. When we come back, we're going to talk about sleep. I think both of us struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I think you sent me a text message at 145 or Not an email. Not a text message, email. An I was email. worried to text because I don't know if you're, I'm always worried if people, if it will go off while they're asleep and it's laying next to them and I'm like, you know, so I send emails because oh, I don't want to text it, people in the middle of the night. It doesn't matter. I worry if it goes off. It doesn't matter. Okay. And then we're going to do a wheel of news on this Friday. Damn it. I forgot your cheese to go with the wheel of news. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you have to go back and listen to another podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Sean. We're in the front seat of a GMC Sierra Denali from our friends at Classic Chevrolet Buick GMC. Not going anywhere. We're just sitting here. We'll be right back. Every man dies. Not every man really lives. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. It's time to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow and start living on purpose. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Welcome back to Defining Audacity with Shauna and Drew. Found this story. I thought it was appropriate to share. Both of us struggle with sleep. Mm -hmm. Here's the headline. Wake up, people. You're fooling yourself about sleep, study says. Hey, sleepyheads. What you believe about sleep may be nothing but a pipe dream. This is kind of like a list mania because they go through all the different myths that people think. So this particular study went through 8,000 websites to discover what we thought we knew about healthy sleep. Now, I went through this list. And I, maybe one of these things I thought may have been true. The other ones, I'm like, I've never heard that to be healthy sleep. Okay. Okay, let me just go through them real quick. Adults need five or fewer hours of sleep a night. Okay. Have you ever heard that? I... Five or fewer. Right. I If I get seven, I call it a win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven's a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I would say between six, six and a half is pretty regular and for me. And then I think that's good. I think that's good. Okay, so that definitely is a, is a myth. I've never heard somebody, a doctor, somebody say, oh, you only need to sleep four hours a night. That's all you need. <laughs> did you ever hear about the guy who did who wanted to just take power naps all the time? Mm-mm. So he would sleep for 15 to 20 minutes throughout the day and the night. And what happened? He turned into like a vegetable. All he would do was watch TV. Like his brain started to shut down. Oh, wow. He thought he was going to be real productive and just do all these things while everybody else was sleeping their seven or eight hours. I think your body needs so many hours to regulate, 
you know, your temperature goes up and down. That's your body's way of regulating and getting everything sort of squared. All your organs check in with each other. You know, you need sleep. I think one power nap in the middle of the day, like, you know, just for a 15-minute, close your eyes, it makes a huge difference for me. I just have to stop to make the time. Right. My dad equates it to shutting your computer down and then just turning it back on. Reboot. Reboot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But this guy tried to do it all day, every day. Yeah. And he's vegetable lasagna now? Well, he's probably normal now, but while he was doing this experiment, he kind of started to check out. Got it. Number two, the myth is... It's healthy to be able to fall asleep anywhere, anytime. I don't think that's true. No. I could not. I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah, I can't do that. I rarely can sleep on an airplane just because you're sitting straight up. It's so uncomfortable that even if I start to kind of nod off, my my head falls forward and wakes me up. So... I, I can't fall asleep. I have to be lying down. When I was working at the radio station in Glenrose, I would get up probably about 4.30, get a workout in, be at the radio station by 5.15, 5.30, and I could fall asleep in the front seat of my truck in a heartbeat. Aw. Yeah. It, th- that's not healthy. That's not good. So I agree with that one, number two on this list. Number three, your brain and body can adapt to less sleep. We've already determined that is not the case. Your right. body has to rest. It has to recharge snoring although annoying is mostly harmless that's not true none of these are true okay oh okay because snoring can lead to sleep apnea which can lead to you dying right you stop breathing Mm -hmm. i want to see the website where they said snoring ah not a big deal everybody does it nothing wrong with it again they searched eight thousand websites and found these things on there wow Number five, drinking alcohol before bed helps you fall asleep. <laughs> Wrong. Does it not? It does. I mean, you might fall asleep. Um, that's also called passing out. But then you wake up. You're not. You don't feel rested. That's exactly what it says. It's funny. You're so smart. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you science. Alcohol may help you fall asleep, but that's where the benefits end. It traps you into lighter stages of sleep and dramatically reduces the quality of rest at night. Boom. I am smart. I told you I'm the smartest person you'll ever know. Okay. It's a bold statement. Number six, not sleeping. Stay in bed with your eyes closed and try and try and try. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You have to admit it makes sense. How can you fall asleep if you're not in the bed trying? Yet sleep experts say that continuing to count sheep for more than 15 minutes isn't the smartest move. Well, so let's give people... What are the what's the solution? Get up, fold a load of laundry, drink some more milk, yeah. read, start writing the great American novel. That'll bore you right to, to tears. If you're tossing and turning much longer than 15 minutes, you should get out of bed, change the environment and do something mindless. You are smart. They say this, <laughs> keep the lights low and fold socks. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Did I write this did, article? Did you at least read it? That's no. crazy. Number 7, it doesn't matter what time of day you sleep. I know guys that do, like, night shifts and stuff. I was thinking about nurses who work the 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and then they have to go home. They're jacked up. I mean, they still sleep, but Mm -hmm. sleeping with the sun out. Well, also, and people are mowing their yards, the trash collection, all these things, all the noises that you hear outside your home during the day. It's not good rest. It's when it's quiet. So I know nurses who wear earplugs and face masks, you know, to or eye masks to cover their, to keep it, make it seem like it's dark. 
I think it definitely takes a while to adjust, but what are you going to do? I mean, some people have to work the night shift. Yeah, absolutely. You have to make the best of it. Number eight, watching TV in bed helps you relax. It does not. The light is no good. Number nine, hitting snooze is great. No need to get up right away. <laughs> I hit the snooze button like nine times. Really? No, not that many, but a lot. I'm actually getting better because I get up so early. Maybe once. Once this morning? I don't set an alarm. I don't have to. Oh. No, my body just Bragging goes, montage. Bing. Also, I have a dog named Roxy, and she goes, Barf! about 530. I look up, I look at the clock, I'm like... Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> You're sleeping in these days. I am. I, I you know, um, I'm happier. I'm less stressed. I, f- I feel pretty good. I hardly wake up at four anymore and, and have trouble sleeping. I'm, I think I'm happier. At this point, good. I'd also like to remind you that you did send an email to me at like one forty-five in the morning. That's because I woke up in a panic because I, I was, I was thinking, how am I going to do what we were going to do? We were going to record remotely early in the morning, but then I also had to be dressed and ready to go so i was like i can't do both of those things and that's so you were stressed that day uh, i just woke up thinking i need to convey this to you asap so it didn't throw off i knew you would see it first thing when you got up number 10 remembering your dreams is a sign of a good sleep that is absolutely false why do you think well because if you wake up that means you're waking up a lot during that's the night. right shauna <laughs> you did write this so there you go yep they looked at 8,000 websites and they found those myths out there and they said, not so fast. Right. What an easy study to do. I mean, it's like, duh, like, duh. Yes, you should absolutely hit the snooze button eight times, 100%. And get drunk before you go to bed, yep. watching the TV, TV. Mm-hmm. and- Like while sitting straight up. And snore your ass off because yep. it's not a big deal. There you go. During the day. Sleep talk on Defining Audacity <laughs> with True and Shauna. We're sitting outside Blue Haven Pools, Shauna Glenn Design in a GMC Sierra Denali from our friends at Classic Chevrolet Buick GMC. Coming back, we're going to do a Wheel of News on this Friday. It's Chris Brown at Mike Brown Auto Group. Spring is right here around the corner. That means nice weather, windows down, and wind blowing in your hair. Let us help you make those beautiful drives more exciting in a new or pre-owned vehicle from our huge selection of Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, or Hyundai. Make that short drive to Granbury and find that perfect vehicle for you. Come see us at MikeBrownAutoGroup.com where we have been your hometown dealer for 17 years. That's MikeBrownAuto.com. Find what you're looking for at Cheerful Heart. Trying to find the perfect gift is sometimes like trying to find a four-leaf clover. But at Cheerful Heart, they have something for every occasion. Cheerful Heart has all the latest fashions for women, children, and tweens, plus a large variety of gourmet items, home decor, bath and body products, and so much more. Stop in and let them help you find what you're looking for. Cheerful Heart, located in Granbury, Glen Rose, and Meridian. You'll find what you're looking for at Cheerful Heart. It's time to treat yourself to a country getaway. Let Brazos House Retreat, located just outside the dinosaur capital of Texas, be part of the experience. Brazos House Retreat has accommodations for any size group. Its retreat center sleeps 20 people comfortably in beds. Looking for something more intimate? Brazos House Retreat has two cabins on its 40 acres, perfect for small families or a romantic country getaway. The property is on the Brazos River. It is beautiful. Got kids? They're always welcome at Brazos House Retreat. Put Dallas-Fort Worth in your rearview mirror and come visit Brazos House Retreat, located outside of Glen Rose, Texas. Again, it's time to treat yourself to a country getaway. 
Let Brazos House Retreat be part of the experience. Visit BrazosHouseRetreat.com to make your reservation. What we do in life echoes in eternity. I'm Brie Bagwell, and I couldn't have said it better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Live on purpose. Welcome back to Defining Audacity with Drew and Shauna. Let's do Wheel of News. All right, I've got three stories for you to pick from. Got it. Story number one. Okay. Perfect on Jeopardy. Okay. Number two, super fungus. Number three, Night of the Living Pigs. Oh, I like a good pig story. Go. Do you? Night Mm -hmm. of the Living Pigs. Okay. Here's the headline. Researchers restore some function to brains of dead pigs, raising potential for human applications. Zombie pigs? Zombie pigs. Night of the Living Pigs. A new experiment has raised medical and ethical questions as serious as those surrounding human gene editing. A support system delivering artificial blood to pig brains prevented degradation of important neural functions, according to Yale researchers, bringing pigs back to life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's not a good idea. Why? Well, you know, just everything's carbon-based and it eventually needs to just go away and, you know, back into the soil. Of course, broader applications are possible. Start with pigs. It's a gateway. Pigs are gateways. They are because they very much resemble the DNA of a human. Do they really? Yeah. Pigs? Yeah, it's the closest. I think it's the closest match. Uh, that's why they do a lot of studies on pigs because they are their DNA very much matches that of a human. Why are you looking at me? Because that can't be right. Oh, uh, Lord, no, no, no. I believe you. Screw it. I No, I don't care. Because she's going to send you to some random website, and now she's just typing the words that are coming out of my <laughs> mouth. Screenshot that. Screenshot that. <laughs> Did you get it? She says, I'm not sure I understand. I said, hey, Siri, no, 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 no. I don't care because she's going to send you some <laughs> random website, and now she's just typing the words that are coming out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's really funny. And I don't understand what you're saying. Come on, Siri, get on hey, board. Siri. Hey, Siri. Do pigs' DNA oh, closely God. resemble human DNA? My web search turned something up for do pigs' DNA closely resemble human DNA. Here we go. ABC News. Spare. Okay, here's somebody asking a question. I heard that pigs share 98% of human genes. Is this correct? Like it or not, we've all got a lot of common with pigs. We're omnivorous mammals that gain weight easily and are susceptible to flu for starters. The sheer fact that pigs and humans are mammals means we share some genes, but it is simplistic to put an actual figure on the amount of genetic material we have in common. So, long story short, you're wrong. No, I was totally right. Anyway, we're very much closely related to pigs. I don't want to get into all the um, details of them pumping this blood into the brains of dead pigs, but I'll just read you part of it. Okay. The brains flushed with this solution four hours after death showed reduced cell death, restored blood vessel structure and circulatory function, preserved anatomical, is that my saying that right? And yes. cell architecture and restored some cellular inflammatory, I'm not saying that right, inflammatory responses spontaneous whatever this actually was a stupid story let's do the jeopardy one did you hear that one did you hear about the jeopardy thing did you really not i I promise i didn't why would i lie i thought you were like in tune with i am not pop culture i'm very busy do you watch jeopardy i do not all right so this guy's on jeopardy and he is the second longest 
winner on the show. Okay. Okay. His name is James Halsire, and he's won one hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars and some change. He has ten straight victories. The record, just for the record, is seventy-four game winning streak, and that guy won two point five million dollars. But they say this guy is going to be able to surpass him in thirty-six games. Wow. Is he single? I don't know. There's a picture of him. Do you think he's cute? He's not bad. He's a sports bookie also. That's what he does. Isn't that illegal? Not in Vegas. Okay. So he bets on games, Mm -hmm. and then he's really smart at Jeopardy. He got 40 out of 40 questions right uh, earlier this week. I guess it was Wednesday. And he had a $71,000 lead going into the, the final category. Wow. He risked $60,000, and the question had to do with 20th century literary characters. I'm going to give you the question. Yeah, See, I don't think I can do this. Why not? Let's try. Okay. okay. How much century. money do you have in your wallet? I think I have some quarters. Okay. So okay. you have 75 cents. Mm-hmm. How much are you going to risk? 50. 50 cents. So if you miss this, you give me 50 cents. I like this guy. Why? Are you Alex Trebek? Yes. Okay. Is that who still hosts the show? I thought he was really sick. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Now, do you know how it works? Yes. I read you the answer. And I have to give it to you in the form of a question. Yes. His first name refers to the ancient district in which you'd find the Greek capital. His surname is a bird. He's a a 20th century fictional character? Literary character. His first name refers to the ancient district in which you'd find the Greek capital. His surname is a bird. Now, before you tell me your answer, I'll let you think about it a little mm-hmm. bit more. So this guy wrote down the answer. He got it correct. And he even wrote a note underneath his answer that says, this is for you, Granny, with a heart. Aw. Cocky. So 20th century, so it means it was written in the 1900s. Greek capital? Greek capital. His surname is a bird. Okay, so the Greek capital is Athens. What am I going to buy with my 50 cents? I don't know. What is the answer? Atticus Finch. Oh. You would have lost. Yeah. But that got him up to $131,127. That's the most ever won in one show. So, there you go. Good job. What's his name? James Halsauer. Way to go, James Halsauer. This is funny. At the end of the show, and it is Alex Trebek, he asked Halsauer how he was planning to handle the fame from his run. Halsauer said this. He said, I don't think the bookies in Vegas are going to be willing to accept my action after this. Trebek followed by asking Halsauer if he was on a first-name basis with the bookies. And Halsauer said, they know me. Oh. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Is that good if a a bunch of bookies know you? What if that's your job? To be a bookie? No, to gamble. Oh, yeah. I would probably not do well. This guy's really smart, though, I think. I don't think I would do well on Jeopardy. Obviously. We just established that. You know how we have the little family feud game? We've played that from time to time? Maybe I'll find the Jeopardy game and see how you do. Okay. Does that sound good? Yes. Perfect. Ooh, what's that one that you play? The dating game. No, the pie and you get the little... Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah. I want to play that. Do you think you would do well on that? I usually do well on that. What's the difference between that and Jeopardy? Just the way I ask the questions? I don't know. I think Jeopardy's harder. You just have pie on the brain. It's just nerds. It's like a bunch of nerds. What other game could we play? 
What's the one with Pat Sajak? Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. How are we going to play Wheel of Fortune on the radio? I have to guess what it says. Oh. it's. I think it's m- more visual. B- bingo? I just passed a bingo place coming into town. It's open seven days a week. It's called <laughs> Family Bingo. It's on 377. We should go there and record a show and play bingo. We say stuff all the time that we're going to do. We'll never do that. So don't even throw it out there. Bingo. <laughs> B-52. Is that fun? Bingo? Yes. The adrenaline gets pumping. You got one to go. Please say I-48. I've already told Please you that story. Please say I-48. Oh, yeah. I've already told you that story. What? I-48. Oh, you told me to say it. You're mean you're telling the bingo person. Sorry. All right. We'll be right back. You just said, did I tell you that story? No, I, th- I already. I think I told the story already about my neighbor calling and inviting me, and I said, I'm, I'm sorry you invited me. <laughs> That's but I'm not- bunko, not bingo. <laughs> yes, you did already tell the okay, story. Are yeah. you going? No. You changed your mind. Just I, go. No. 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 My favorite part of that, I went back and listened to the podcast, is you couldn't remember her name. <laughs> She's so sweet. You're like, my sweet neighbor called. I can't think of her name for the life of me, but <laughs> that was funny. I hope she listens to the show. Yeah, I don't think so. Never know. Yeah. Happy Friday. This is Defining Audacity with Drew and Shauna. We'll be back to tie everything up with a nice red ribbon. I don't want things to happen accidentally. I want things to happen on purpose. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Live on purpose. Welcome back to Defining Audacity with Drew and Shauna. That's going to do it for us on this Friday. I just got a message from my brother-in-law, Mike. Okay. And he got me my four tickets to the Easter game. Yay. They are playing the Astros. (gasps) Shout out to Grace. And David Murphy actually gave me tickets to the game. Nice. Now, the cool thing about that is David Murphy is a member of the Defining Audacity family. He's been on my radio show before. So that's cool. He probably, doesn't, he probably doesn't remember me, but whatever. Okay. Shout out to David Murphy. Yay, Dave Murphy. But something else that's really cool is Mike got four field passes so he could take the three boys down oh. to the field during batting practice before the game. Oh, my gosh. Crasher's going to be living his best life on Sunday. Happy Easter. He's like, screw church and Easter egg hunt. Let's go on the field at the Ranger game every year. Whoa. So that's pretty awesome. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Uncle Mike really, really takes care of Crash. He loves doing stuff. Um, Uncle Mike, can you hook Shauna up with some tickets and maybe a field pass? Thanks, Uncle Mike. I think he wouldn't do that. You know why? He doesn't like me. He'd be afraid of what you would do when you were down there. Whatever. What would I do? I don't know. Pop a squat. Is that for real? What? That he's afraid I would do something to embarrass him? Yeah. Actually, let me just, yeah, he just sent me a text that said that. You're kind of a loose cannon. I am not. How dare you? How have am you, I a loose cannon? Have you ever been on the sideline at a TCU football game? No. Exactly, Shauna. Everybody knows. That is not true. Have you ever been on the field during a game, TCU baseball? Yes. You have. Yeah. I sit right there on the front row next to the dugout. No, no, no. I'm talking about on the field. Why would I be on the field? Because Jim lets you come out there and sing the national anthem or throw out the first pitch. Have you uh, ever done that? He's offered to me. And I've said- But you've I, never done it though, huh? Right. He said, pick the game you want to do. Uh-huh. And I said, I want to throw out the last pitch. And he goes, that makes no sense. So he's never, it never followed through on that. He because just threw it out there. It's no. lip service because he knows you may go out there and do something crazy. I hate you. Why? And I quit. No, you don't. 
You're rude, and I'm not a loose cannon. I'm not the one who says hiney hole out loud. I told you before we started recording the show that we weren't allowed to say that again. Shut up. You did not. Tanya's lawyer sent me a cease and desist. We can't say that. Well, that wasn't on her. That was on you. We're not allowed to say how I say valedictorian or You can't make up the rules as you go along. Anyway, you're being rude. I'm not a loose cannon, and I'm a very pleasant and delightful person to be around. I totally agree with that statement, Shauna. I would not embarrass myself. But you get a once in a lifetime opportunity to go on the field of the Ranger game. I think you're going to go for it. No, I'm not. What am I going to do? Flash my tits? Cool. No, I'm not. Who would you flash them at? I'm not going to. Chris Woodward. Who's that? Then a new manager? Yeah. No, thank you. He's not cute. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't. I ever, they all look the same. They're all wearing the same uniform. We need to have a discussion about why managers wear uniforms. Yes, we do. Isn't that weird? Why don't football coaches wear pads? Yeah, Jim and I have had this. Com- I mean, like, in case you need to go in. What did he say? He said, it, you know, we don't have to. It's just tradition. Yeah, somebody needs to break that tradition. It's kind of weird. I mean, Jim Carrey, the coach for the Mavs, he doesn't wear a Mavs uniform. He looks, I know, he, I know his name's not Jim Carrey, but it looks just like Jim Carrey. And I couldn't remember his name, but I just did Rick Carlisle. But it looks just like Jim Carrey. God, I was like, where is this going? <laughs> Coach P doesn't wear, you know. Right. Number zero in a uniform. I think it'd be awesome if basketball coaches wore un- uniforms. You do? Like, especially if, if they brought the short shorts back, the bun huggers back. <laughs> like what Larry Bird used to wear? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. No, thanks. I'd rather see them in clothes. Thanks for tuning in on this Friday. Have a good Easter, Shauna. Oh, oh, and have fun in uh, Kansas City. Yes. About to leave. First birthday party. Let's talk about that next week. Okay. First birthday parties. Yes. Because I think they're a beating. And you're going all the way to the Kansas City for one. Yay. Thank you for tuning in to the Defining Audacity show with Shauna and Drew. What? I was going to do the ending. Start living a bold, adventurous life. An intentional life. An intentional life. The first step in that process is to embrace your story, the good, the bad, the in-between, press, past, present, future. Stop saying you'll do it tomorrow and do it today. Live on purpose and on fire. Peace out. That was pretty good, actually. You're getting better. You are getting better. We've only done this six months. <laughs> You're doing fantastic. I'm Drew. I'm Shauna. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. We inspire people to throw a wrench in the status quo and put your goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. Are you living a bored, joyless, and uninspired life? We'll inspire you to live on purpose. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.